Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. That's what many times our kids, our grandkids, the teenagers, the young adults, they see that and they recognize it for what it is. It's hypocrisy. It's fake. And as I've said before, fake faith has no power. But when you really trust Jesus with everything, when you make that decision, I will trust you even with this. And what you learn is he actually shows up and takes care of business kids these days. Every generation uses that phrase from time to time. In today's message, however, Pastor Robert discusses the sad reality of how kids these days are walking away from the faith. Why? One reason is because they see lip service and no action regarding the faith of the adults around them. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 12 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. You know, even as a, a young knucklehead, I'd just, you know, it's like, this can't be everything. There's got to be more than this. And there's that inner knowing that pretty much everybody has. You, kinda, you, have to, you have to overrule it. You have to squash it to disbelief, right? Everybody knows. And I believe that's because the, the Bible tells us God says that he has put eternity in the hearts of every human being. Everybody just kind of knows this This ain't all there is. This is not the whole package. My cousin, at one point, because of all the evil that he had done and seen, he said, he came to the conclusion that death was like turning off a light switch or a television. It's there one second, it's not the next. It's just, it's gone. But he knew better. Deep down inside, he knew better. Just because my body ceases to function doesn't mean I will. There's more. One of the kids, why did I walk away from the traditional beliefs? Well, one of the reasons is that what I saw, what our kids and grandkids today see, it's not real. It's not real. They don't see people actually believe this stuff. Give it lift service. Just, Jesus is my Lord. Meanwhile, they see how you make your decisions and your choices, and it's all about you. And they see that, so they don't buy it. No, Jesus is not actually your Lord. Your emotions are in charge. Your desires are in charge. Now, I'm, I'm saying you. I know it's not. I know it's not. I know you don't, you, you, I know you don't do that. It's those other people, right? No, we're all guilty of it. 
We all are. We need to recognize that there's, there's a Pharisee in every single one of us who needs to be crucified, according to the Bible. You know, I always try to read different perspectives on whatever passage I'm going to be teaching and, and maybe even listen to different preachers. And one of them this week, it was, it was fascinating. Something he said, I just had never heard it worded this way exactly. He said, you know, the Pharisees and a lot of people today treat the inner reality as though it doesn't really matter. What matters is what you can see. What matters is what other people see. What matters is the external facade. But see, that's what I grew up with. That's what many times our kids, our grandkids, the teenagers, the young adults, they see that and they recognize it for what it is. It's hypocrisy. It's fake. And as I've said before, fake faith has no power. But when you really trust Jesus with everything, when you make that decision, I will trust you even with this. And what you learn is he actually shows up and takes care of business. But when you say you trust him, but you're willing to lie and cheat and compromise in order to be successful in your business or keep yourself out of trouble or what, you're not actually trusting Jesus. You're trusting in your own intellect or you're tr whatever it is you're trusting in. It ain't God, right? And the kids look at that and say, he doesn't believe there's any power in reality. There's, there's nothing supernatural about this Jesus he believes in. Or it's so important to realize and to take note of the fact here that Jesus rejected that kind of hypocritical religion. Jesus rejected that too, while also confirming the reality of a devil. He confirmed the existence of Beelzebub, the ruler of the demons. Otherwise, see, when, when the Pharisees effectively accused him of being possessed by Satan himself and doing what he did in the power of Beelzebub, when, when the Pharisees said that, he would have mocked them for He would have ridiculed how, you know, how ridiculous that you believe that there's actually a real devil. But he didn't say that, did he? No, he confronted the flaw in their logic. Wait, wait a minute. You think... That, that by the power of the devil, I'm over here fighting against devils? If, if, I, were, if I were possessed by the devil, why would I be attacking other devils? I mean, why, why would the ruler of demons go to war against his own demonic army? It makes no sense. It would not happen. By the way, I'm going to give you four truths that I think we need to consider from this response. Jesus' response to the Pharisees, and that's the first one. The devil is real. There really is a devil, and he's not by himself. He really is the ruler of a demonic army, so to speak. And we don't need to live in fear of them. We don't need to go, you know, trying to find them, trying to ferret out every demon in Miami Beach. That, we don't need to be dealing. But neither, listen, neither can we afford to be ignorant or in the dark as to their existence and their mission. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8, the Scriptures warn us that we need to be sober and be vigilant. Now, what does that mean? See, he's not, he's not just talking about don't drink too much. That's involved because there's no way to be sober in the way that he means right here and also be inebriated, impaired. It won't work. 
Can I paraphrase it in a a rather crude way for you? He says, don't be stupid and pay attention. Why? Because this guy's for real. And he walks around like a roaring lion looking for somebody so that he can eat them alive. If you're not paying attention, if you're being stupid with your conduct, he's going to eat you alive. He's going to have you for lunch. That's what he's saying. A lot of Christians just walking around, you know, and the enemy eats them for lunch. Doesn't mean they go to hell. It just means he utterly destroys their witness, their effectiveness, their fruitfulness, everything about them. So verse 9, resist him, steadfast in the faith, knowing the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. Now again, let me, let me explain this just a, just a little bit. Because see, I was taught as a baby Christian that you need to resist the devil. The Bible says resist the devil and he'll flee from you, right? And so I was taught that I needed to pray really loud prayers. I rebuke you, Satan, in the name of Jesus. You've got no place here. I resist you, devil. You had to get loud. And you had to say it, you know. Do you understand he laughs at that? If you're following your own appetites, if you're following your own emotions, if you're serving yourself while calling yourself a Christian, you can pray that kind of prayer till you're blue in the face. You're not resisting him. You're working with him. You're helping him to fulfill his agenda. All these teenagers look at that kind of nonsense and say, that's a joke. You don't even really believe that stuff. And the way I know you don't really believe that stuff is I look at the way you live Monday through Friday or Monday through Saturday night, right? And then you go to church and you got, you know, you're all holy and hallelujah. Yeah, brother, praise the Lord. It's so good to see. Man, I love you, brother. You liar, right? They see right through it. The world sees right through it. On the other hand, when we actually begin trusting God, meaning that that we start trying to actually live out what the Bible says, Love your enemies, do good to those who spitefully use you, lend to people without expecting anything in return, help people because you love God. When the world sees that, it's a wake-up call because that's different. We're so glad you tuned in to Main Thing Radio today. We'd like to encourage you to continue reading God's Word daily, looking for the powerful truth and the promises that lie within its pages. There's always something to learn from the Bible, and we hope you'll make it part of your daily routine. If you'd like to listen to more of Pastor Robert's teachings from the book of Matthew, you'll find them at MainThingRadio.com. You'll also learn more about this ministry and connect with us on social media. We also encourage you to subscribe to our podcast. Here's David to tell you more. Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days at blinding speed. But there's always a moment to pause. Those in-between times are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today, anytime, anywhere. Simply go to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button. Thanks, David. We also want to invite you to join us for worship this weekend. Come visit Calvary Miami Beach on Sunday for worship and Bible study. Or join us online as we live stream. 
you'll be able to find out all you need to know by clicking on Calvary Miami Beach under About at our website. Again, that's MainThingRadio.com. That's all we have time for today. Join Pastor Robert next time, right here on Main Thing Radio. 